Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. It's just about being curious about the relationship you have with the food by really looking or the substance or whatever, but really looking, slowing down. What is this really? What is this really? What's underneath the explosive, highly stimulating, engineered flavors? What's, what's underneath that? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. To conclude this series on change, I want to share a kind of meditation that is designed to make you more aware of your experience and help you surrender. After the meditation, we'll look closely at what the experience reveals about our relationship with addiction, craving, and desire. I offer weekly member webcasts and teach live courses on clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share part of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. I'd appreciate it very much. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. So just settle yourself here. We do a kind of meditation. Just settle yourself and close your eyes, if you like. And let your awareness leave your mind like an elevator goes down from your mind and just feel your body. Feel the breath in your lower belly. Wiggle your toes a little bit. Feel the sensation in your hands. Feel the front side of you. Are you more aware of it than the back side of you? What would it be like to equalize that so the front and back of you are just as awake, just as alert? And now pay attention to the left side of you. How awake is the left side of you? And now notice the right side of you. Is it as awake as the left side? Is it less? Is it more? And you're just noticing and allowing all four sides of you to come into balance just by noticing. And you're noticing your breath, not changing it. You're just noticing it. And notice that it's not so much that you breathe when you just allow it to happen. Notice that the breathing actually breathes you. Just allow for that. That you can give your breath over. That it doesn't need you to control it. It will just happen. And you have the ability to give yourself over to that. To give over that control. 
who or what is breathing? If not you, where is that coming from, that impulse? Now allow your awareness to move to the substance that you brought today. Just allowing it to occupy your awareness. Notice what you notice. What's the first reaction? Is there desire? Is there repulsion? Is there a sense of well-being around it? Is there consternation around it? Let yourself feel the desire you have for it. Let that desire be okay. And notice what that does in your body. Does your mouth start to water a little bit? Does your heart rate increase? Does your breathing change? You feel more or less centered when you allow yourself to feel the desire for it. What's the story in you about this thing, about how it will make you feel, what it will give you, what you will have? What's the story? And then ask yourself, is it true? Remember your awareness of your breath again. Allow yourself to be breathed. Now, if you want to, and if you're ready, I invite you to open your eyes and take whatever that thing is and have a little bit of it. But do it with the same amount of awareness you have now so that you're really aware of every moment, every bite, every sip, how you feel as it's coming toward your lips. It's a deeper kind of listening and experiencing of the thing. So you're really getting at what actually is operating. And then maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. Take your time. And I'll allow for the experience to be multi-layered. It can be obviously a part of you that likes it very much. But maybe taste underneath that as well. What else is going on? Jamie made short work of that cake pop. Anybody want to share what's going on for them? When you asked before I ate it of what story I was telling, it was literally like, the best advertisement ever for a product. Like I saw you laughing. I was, I was wondering what was going on. In my head was like this, I'd like to give the world a Coke moment. Like I'm going to eat this cake pop. And there'll be world peace. And there'll be literally world peace because of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just world peace, but <laughs> my, because of what I've done, it's world peace. Wow. Like, this beautiful moment 
Wow. When I eat this cake pop. Wow. I mean, yeah. so that's not just world peace. That's world peace and an immense achievement, a heroic achievement. Yeah. All in, and that's all in a cake pop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty amazing. That's why experience. I was laughing. Like it was yeah. so, I see my head back like. <laughs> yeah. And that's precisely to what Tyler was talking about before. That's precisely what marketers jump on. They're looking for what's the sensation people have and what's the story we can spin it into. There's sort of a overlap there. You know, what, what are people already experiencing about this and how can we go with that and make it a bigger story? And, and that cake pop actually was really, really good. Like mm-hmm. now I'm still looking around and there's no world peace, but it felt really good to eat. But I know the duality in that is an hour later. I know it didn't help me get to where I want to be. Mm-hmm it actually held me back. And, and that's the, yeah. So later on, I will easily fall into shame for being told to eat a little bit and willfully running and eating the whole thing. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's just a cake pop. I mean, it's or a eating it at all. It's a single serving thing, but I wanted to ask you, um, were you experiencing desire, desire. for it? Yeah, the second I brought that into my awareness, the, the there's actually at the base of my tongue, I could taste it. And there's uh-huh. that, you know, right back here, that feeling of like, oh, you have to totally eat that right now. Yeah, completely. Now, where is the desire now? Uh, in trying to find another one. <laughs> <laughs> I so have an amazing still there. capacity for, for cakes. And pops. <laughs> so and the, also Pepsi. Mm, so, so the desire, desire is still there and it's looking, it's wanting the next one. Yeah, I joke about that, but. But is some of the desire subsided? So I think some of the, you know, I can still, that, that right back here is still there. It's a thirst for it. And that's been like, uh, I had some, we had another basket come in and this time it was small shipwright to me from a partner that I work with. And in there were these gummy watermelons. Mm. And I realized as I was eating those, after my desire is gone for them, I still finish the bag. <laughs> so that I, I was actually aware of as I'm eating them going, oh, this one's really good. Oh, this one's really good. Oh, I'm hitting my sugar limit. I don't really feel too well. I got to close this bag and throw it to a part of the car I can't reach while I'm driving. And I literally did that. Closed up the bag and I threw it as far away as I could, which now I'm remembering I need to get that off the back deck of my car. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because those would be good right now. (laughs) But there's a little bit of the desire um, for it. Mm -hmm. Especially I I missed breakfast this morning. So Mm. that, that definitely will add to that. Well, we're going to come back to desire in a minute or two, maybe. Anyone else want to share about any part of the experience? What was remarkable to you? So I was almost in tears after eating my food. Really? What is it? It's my mom's comfort Mm. that I desire in my life. And it's always been my biggest fear is losing my mom. Mm. And she grew up, she's from Texas. And when we were young, she used to always make salsa for us. 
Oh, right. Chips and salsa. And so this is, I did, I'd never put the two together. Wow. That my eating chips and salsa is a way of having that comfort of my mom. Wow. 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 I mean, it tastes awesome too. I probably have an inherited genetic like thing for it. Yep. Um, Cause I never see my dad eat it. Uh, you know, uh-huh. it's, is so strongly a something my mom would do for me. And so I still do it for myself as a substitute for, you know, not having her close to me. Wow. Wow. I have no words. That's profound. Teen. Yeah. And I didn't realize that till today. Congratulations. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that is available to anyone who just slows down the videotape of their experience and looks. And it may not happen the first time. I mean, that was really dramatic and awesome team. Sure. Cool. Yeah. And it may not happen the first time. That at all. Yeah. That's the best thing to do. You go in with no expectations and then you're open to the experience and anything can happen. And it, if it doesn't happen the first time with you, maybe it'll happen the 10th time. It's just about being curious about the relationship you have with the food by really looking or the substance or whatever, but really looking, slowing down. What is this really? What is this really? What's underneath the explosive, highly stimulating engineered flavors? What's, what's underneath that? When I really taste into chocolate on like a deep essential level, I don't like the way it tastes. And when I'm eating chocolate, that's a part of my experience I'm ignoring. But when I really go, when I really taste into it, you know, like really focus, it's strong and bitter and kind of disorienting, kind of like my mother (laughs) who gave me the addiction. And that was one of the primary ways in which we connected over the love of chocolate. It's probably what I have most in common with her in some ways. My family celebrated everything with food. Ah. Good day, ice cream. Ah, you got your grades in and they're good. Olive Garden, like every, every, like, and I do this. I'm like, oh, we had a really great week. Let's go out to eat. Let's go to dessert. Let's so eat a cake. Hold on a second. So, like, when you got good grades, did you be rewarded with food? Kind of like there's, peace in the world of your house and you're the hero of the moment? Well, I didn't get to experience good grades until I was out of the house, but in other ways, yes. Look at that. That's the moment because when you're a kid, the world is your family. And if you did something good, then you're the hero, right? And then that's the reward. Yeah. And we were broke. I mean, I I never realized it till I got older, but we didn't have any money until you know, I got to high school. So it was, it was a treat to be able to go out to eat or yeah, to go to the, a really big deal. Yeah. And so, and, and, you know, saying that I know all my family, we already know this, like, it's not, uh, uh-huh. it's not a secret. It's not even something that I've known. It's something we've all even talked about and never done anything. And we celebrated this past weekend, all of us together with food. Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, I know we're at time here. I just want to take one more minute and add one more thought here. We could play around with this for hours, but one more thing to notice as you practice with whatever your substance or behavior is, 
is to look at the nature of desire when you're starting to feel the craving for the thing. If you really look closely at your experience, what you'll inevitably find is that part of the pleasure of the behavior or the substance, the food, whatever, is not actually in the content of the thing, but it's in the abatement of the desire for the thing, right? You feel a desire, that's the itch. And then the getting it, eating it, doing it, whatever, that's the scratch. And part of the pleasure of that is that the itch is gone. You know, it's like if you scratch an itch, there's a pleasure there, right? But if you scratch a part of your body where there's no itch, it doesn't feel nearly as good. It doesn't have the same kind of dynamic, right? So one of the ways of working with that kind of desire is when you notice the desire, you just sit with the desire and really look at it and ask yourself, what is this desire really? What is it really wanting? You may discover, like Team did, that the desire is not in the food. It's for love, for connection, for human relations or whatever. Or you, it could be anything. But we project the th- what we really want onto that thing. Then we call it a craving. I want that. My desire is for the chocolate for the chip for the cake pop or whatever. And then we eat it and then the desire is gone and then we feel better. And then we think it's the thing that made us feel better. But what if it's actually the disappearance of desire that made you feel so much better? Look at that. That's sort of a contextual way of looking at it. Work with your desires slowly. And this, of course, directly improves your ability to mitigate instant gratification. Instant gratification is the inability to bear desire, essentially. But you can strengthen them. It's kind of like a muscle to be able to bear desire. Fasting is great for this. If you've never fasted, I highly recommend it. Um, After about a day and a half, it gets much easier. But the strength you get from moving through that, I'm going to die, I need food, but you, you get something for that. You know, it builds a kind of strength. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening. And bye for now.